You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Game on show. Welcome to Game of Shows! Game of Shows! It's the musicals quiz for West End and Broadway fans everywhere. In each episode, two teams from hit West End musicals will go head-to-head to see just how much they really know about the world in which they excel. For this episode, please welcome our special guest contestants, Shan Aiko, John Robbins, Zizi Strallen and Charlie Stemp. Yes, it's Les Mis versus Mary Poppins! Game of Shows! Game of Shows! Game of Shows! Welcome to Game of Shows, the musicals quiz for West End and Broadway fans everywhere. In each episode, we feature special guests from London's Theatreland who will pit their wits to see which show's team can be named season champions. Of course, right now we are in lockdown. All the theatres are dark, so it seemed to be the perfect time to launch the podcast, while we have unfettered access to the smorgasbord of talent the West End has to offer, unencumbered by anything as inconvenient as eight shows a week. I'm Lawrence Mark Wythe, and I'll be your host. I'm aided by my trusty sidekick, Mr Chris Stoddart, himself a West End actor, currently enduring lockdown all by himself in Bexley Heath, just down the road from me. Chris are you feeling a little like Eponine out there? I am a little bit, yeah. I've gone through my uh, musical theatre collection. I've got out here on my own, losing my mind. Got all the hits. <laughs> <laughs> and are you pretending Marius is beside you? Oh, very much so, yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, Chris will be collating the scores, keeping the rules enforced and keeping a keen ear out for cheating because we all know what a competitive bunch West End actors are. And he will be generally contributing to the proceedings when he's needed. So thank you, Chris. Game of Shows. So Shan, you are Eponine. Yes. How long have you been playing Eponine? I've been playing Eponine since last August. It's been great. Because you come from a kind of a pop and soul and, and yeah, rock background yeah. rather than a musical theatre mm-hmm. background. Are you a musical theatre fan yourself? I do, I do enjoy yeah. musical theatre, yeah. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> yes, but I just... Uh, I thought you were going to say, no, I hate... I've never Wicked. watched musicals. Well, I've, I've been to see musicals like Wicked, Wicked Fantastic. And, you know, and all of those yeah. that's, that's good, because it's kind of the theme tonight, so I was just... It's a, a great pleasure to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Let's on. move on to Mr John Robbins. How are you? Hello, so I'm good, you right? 
Yeah, I'm very good. I was thinking you must be perhaps the only person to have played Marius, Angeres and Jean Valjean. I think I might be, yeah. Um, I think I, I, I think that's a heck of an achievement. And so is is Javert on the horizon? Yeah, I'm going to get all five done, um, all five male principles done at some point. I want that. I want that headline. That would be that would be pretty awesome. Thank you, John. Thank you. Shall we move on? Let's move on. Thank you so much, John. That's very very brilliant. <laughs> on our Poppins team, we have Western royalty. Zizi Strallen. Uh, Zizi, thank you so much for being a part of our show this evening. No worries. Uh, what's it like growing up in an acting dynasty, a West End dynasty, the Strallen family? I mean, I don't know any different. So <laughs> I guess it's just it's just the norm to me. Did you ever want to rebel and be a doctor or a lawyer or something and just yes, go, go the other way? I did, actually. Um, when I was younger, I got into a very academic school and I got an academic scholarship. Sorry about it. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, and then I went there for a couple of terms and hated my life and begged my parents to let me go to arts ed. Um, and they didn't want me to go, obviously, because they thought I was going to be the lawyer of the family um, and actually make some actual money and have a decent like life um but uh, uh so yeah i managed to get myself a grant from hammersmith and fulham borough and sent myself to arts educational um so wow yeah at 12 <laughs> not determined at all i was also going to ask you obviously you're back playing mary poppins once again yeah. uh obviously we're in lockdown at the moment <laughs> So yeah, not right now. <laughs> kind of weird. So not right now. But what? How, what's it been like revisiting that role? Because obviously you did it. You did it before a few years ago. Yeah. So I did it. I started it in 2015. Um, I did the UK tour for 18 months um, and a bit of Dubai. Um, and uh, yeah, and then two and a half years later, um, came back to it for London. Um, which, you know, I was just really, really thrilled that it was happening because it was sort of one of those things that when we were on the tour, it was always talked about, but, you know, we didn't know when it was happening. So, yeah, like we, um, I'm really glad. I'm just really, really happy to be back playing it again. And I get to do it with Charlie Stemp this time. So it just makes it it even better. Yes, with... with (laughs) Also, well, you're all West End royalty, aren't you? Really, let's face it. Yeah. But, but so we we've literally got Valjean, Eponine, Mary Poppins, and Bert. I was going to say in the studio, in the in the metaphorical studio. Welcome, Charlie Stemp. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, and you all, you've had an interesting last few years as well. I've done, you? yeah. I've had a bit of a crazy couple of years actually. It's been. What? Uh, we were just saying earlier that lockdown's given you a chance to have a bit of a rest, a bit of a break, and. Catch your breath a little bit. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll always find time to be lazy. Let's make that very clear. But uh, no, yeah, it's been it's been a bit of a a crazy couple of years. And um, this, I was I was saying, it's lockdown's quite strange because for some people it's been very hard, very hard to be on their own or to you know. But I'm very lucky. I'm I'm with friends. I'm with a load of mates. So I'm with my lovely girlfriend. So we're we're doing really well. We're watching all the Marvel movies. We're you know we're getting through them. We watched all the Lord of the Rings, the Hobbits. We're we're geeking out. We're having the best time. <laughs> that sounds perfect. Well, we've met the contestants. Thank you all for joining us. Let's get on with the show. Game of Shows. Game of Shows tests the mighty knowledge of our stars in their chosen field, musical theatre. Just how much do the stars of the West End really know about the shows they are in, the shows they play alongside every night, and the players they call their friends and family 
past and present. Points will be awarded for correct answers and flashes of genius. Points may be deducted for incorrect answers or oblique stupidity. Bonus points are sometimes available and conferring is sometimes allowed. At the end of the show, the team with the most points will, of course, be declared the winner. But we're all friends here and none of it really matters. So guests, please relax. Enjoy yourselves as we play Game of Shows. Game of Shows. Round one is called Step in Time, Step in Time, Don't Look Him in the Eye. <laughs> Whoa. Round one is a musical theatre general knowledge round. Two points will be given for a correct answer. If you answer incorrectly or you can't answer after 10 seconds, we'll throw it over to the other team for a possible bonus point. There is no conferring in this round. Okay, we're going to start with Shan. Question one. Including off-Broadway musicals, what is the longest running musical of all time? Uh, the longest running musical of Lame is. Okay, so uh, that's incorrect. Uh, let's offer it to the other yeah. team. I mean, uh, do you have any idea, too? No, like, not a scooby. <laughs> not a scooby. I was going to say Chicago, but I'm guessing that's no, wrong. No, the well. answer is the off Broadway production of The Fantastics. And I think Mr. Robbins is nodding. He knew that. It ran for a total of 42 years. Wow. And it closed in 2002 after 17,000 performances. 17,000. Yeah, making it the world's longest well, running musical. Session. Okay. Amazing. So, nil point. I feel like I'm going to learn a lot tonight. I hope so. Yeah. We want it to be educational <laughs> as well as fun. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, because we're, you know, we love musicals. Not yeah. in a stagey way. Charlie. Thank you, I'm proud. Okay, this is for Charlie Stemp for okay. two points. How many dancers remain on stage for the main body of the show, a chorus line, after the final cut of the opening section? And nine. We'll, give you, we'll give you one either way. You're saying nine? Nine. That is incorrect. So we can offer it over to the other team. John, what do you think? Um, I, think it's, I think it's more than nine. I think it's something like 12 or we'll go 12. Okay, uh, it's 16. But if you include Cassie, who yeah. joins the line, it's 17. John, this is your question. Can you tell me the full names of the two women at the centre of the story in the Candor and Ebb classic Chicago? Roxy Hart and Velma Kelly. Is correct. Zizi. Gwen Verdon, the original Roxy Hart, played many memorable roles, including Sweet Charity. In what year was she born? And I'll give you three choices. Was it 1915, 1925, or 1935? 1935. I'm sorry, it was 1925. Wow. Zizi, get your head um, in the game. Get your head in the game. Get your head in the game. In what groundbreaking work does Joe the dot worker lament that the old man river, the Mississippi, just keeps rolling along? I don't know. I'm just going to give you your full 10 seconds. That's your pin. Um, Let's open it up to the other team. <laughs> Poppins. Go on, Zizi. I've no idea. Oh, I forgot the musical. I know, I know it's really low. Oh, oh, man. Man. Oh, I know the song. It's Showboat. It's, it's Showboat. Sorry, John. That should have been, been your question. 
Charlie, this is a multiple choice as well. In The Goodbye Girl on Broadway, Martin Short played the egotistical actor Elliot Garfield. Which British comic actor took the role when the show transferred to London in 1997? Was it Les Dennis, Gary Wilmot or Brian Connolly? I'm going to say Brian Connolly. It's incorrect. We offer it to the other team. It's a 50-50 chance. It's a 50-50. I have no idea. Probably not Les Dennis. Who was the other one? Um, Gary Brian. Wilmot. Was yeah, I'm going to go Gary Wilmot. Is correct. That's Thanks. one point. That's Thanks, Charlie. Point. You, sh- you should have half the point for reminding me of the actual answer. <laughs> no, shame on me. I've worked with him. <laughs> John, your question. Renowned New York Times critic Clive Barnes described the central character of which great American musical as one of the few truly complex characters in the American musical? Um, Bobby and Company? No, but that's a good answer. Yeah, that's what I would have gone with. We'll offer it over. I would go with the sun time as well. I would go with um, Frank and Merrily We Build Along. That's a good answer as well, but the actual answer is Gypsy. We were in the right ballpark. You were. Uh, ZZ, Stephen Sondheim found success during the 1950s as a young lyricist, but which show marked his arrival as a composer of Broadway musicals in 1962? God, I hope I wasn't in this. <laughs> well, you probably were. Really embarrassing. Um, where was Follies? Was it Follies? Time's up, I'm afraid. Ah. And it and it wasn't Follies. Ah. We'll offer it over to the other team. Right. So, what's his first Broadway musical that he composed? I know this now. Um, don't know, Shan. Any ideas? No. Sorry. Well, for um, no points, but just because you say you know yeah. it now, Zizi, let's hand it back to you. Go on. Well, I think it might be Merrily now. No, it wasn't. It was a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. So oh, it was much, no, much earlier, much earlier. I thought that was a really easy question. I mean, that's interesting. Sorry. That's... We know nothing. <laughs> okay, one more each in this round. Shan, can you name which Broadway actor created the role of King George at the Richard Rogers Theatre in New York in 2015 in Hamilton? I wish I knew. Uh, does anyone on the other team know? For one point, for a bonus point. See, I know he was in Shrek, the musical. Oh my God, is it the guy that was Lord Farquaad in when Shrek? I, when, I, when I saw... Uh, uh, not the original one, that was Chris Sieber, wasn't it? The original Farquaad was Chris Sieber. No, no, oh, no, no, the guy who played Shrek in the original... It was Brian Darcy James. Darcy James played him on Broadway, but maybe he didn't Off play Off Broadway. Maybe he was Actually, he played him at the, uh, at the public, didn't he? Just for fun, we'll give it back to the man who's played the role himself. Jonathan Groff. Jonathan, it was Jonathan Groff. Well done, but no points. Charlie, can you name any of the three characters who sing You Gotta Get a Gimmick in Gypsy? No. Okay. <laughs> That's to the point, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to sing it. In a word, uh, no. No. He's honest. At least he's honest. Okay, no problem. We'll <laughs> offer it over to the other team. So, uh, Lamir's team, can you name any of the three characters who sing You Gotta Get a Gimmick in Gypsy? Shan? 
That wasn't my guess. That was offering. I was going to say incorrect. No, I don't. I haven't seen. How about stripper number two? In some ways, is correct. Chris, you know the answer to this one. We've got Tessie Tura, Mazeppa, and Electra. I would know Mazeppa, but John. La Boheme is the inspiration for Rent, which is set amidst the carnage of the AIDS virus. But what is the disease wreaking the havoc in La Boheme? Uh, either consumption or tuberculosis or something horrifying. Um, yeah, I'll go TB. Is correct. Oh, yeah! John, you're smashing it! That was awesome. An awesome mm. display. Zizi, who directed the film of Billy Elliot and the subsequent hit stage musical? Stephen Daldry. Is correct. Yes. Go on, Zizi. And it. that is the end of round one. Thank you, everyone. Game of shows. At the end of round one, we're going to go to Chris and see what are the scores. Chris. The scores at the end of round one, we have two points for Mary Poppins, but taking an early lead with six is Lim is. Round two is called It's a Jolly Holiday in Poverty Stricken Paris. <laughs> Brilliant. In round two, you must work as a team. You have 30 seconds to name as many examples of a certain thing as possible in a given category. Lamez team, you will have 30 seconds to name as many musicals with a person's name in the title as possible. And your time starts now. Hamilton, Mary Poppins, and Juliet. Um, gi- Gypsy. Musical. Um, uh, Peggy Sue got married. Um, <laughs> yes. Name, it's all about Jamie. What was it Jamie? The yeah, everybody's talking about Jamie. Uh, um, um, uh, Martin Guerre. Um... And that is time. Oh. Um, Very well I mean, done. It, it's easy for me. I've got loads written down in front yeah. of me. But it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard. Well done. Chris, how many did they get? You got eight. Wow, Shan. that's good. You missed a couple of... You missed We're a couple. Gonna you're going to you're gonna <laughs> kick yourself for a couple of them. Annie? Uh, go on. Uh, yeah. Billy Elliot? Billy Elliot. <laughs> um, the, the Geordie is upset. Yes. Come on. Well, I was thinking Sunday in the Park with George. Yeah, yeah. Sunday in the Park with George. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Aladdin, Bugsy Malone, Carol King. Mm-hmm. That's, no, that's yeah. Hello, Carol. Dolly. Mm, this is N- the fun Natasha, bit. Natasha, Natasha, Pierre, and the Great Comet of eighteen twelve. Oliver is another one. Could have got. Oh, come on. But you did great. You got eight <laughs> points. So that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Lamey's team, at the end of round two, you have scored eight points. Poppins team, you're up next. You now have 30 seconds to name as many musicals with numbers in the title, and your time starts now. Six. Last five years. Um... <laughs> uh, um, there's got to be one with a one in it. Um, this is harder than the names, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
But 40 Second Street. That is time. They did just get in with 42nd Street at the end there. Okay, Charlie, can, that Charlie can we just say, <laughs> Charlie, half a sixpence, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> or at least just oh, God, go through the shows you've been in first. <laughs> oh, my God, Brilliant. amazing. <laughs> uh, seven brides for seven brothers you could have had. Damn. You got the last five years. Well done. Uh, one I just said out loud was Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812. Don't know that. Uh, you said six, <laughs> but you could also have had nine, and you could have also had 13. Oh, yeah. You could have also had the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. You could have had nine to five. Your auntie's in that, easy. Yeah. But you did great. Uh, Chris, how many points? Poppin scored three. Three whole points. <laughs> Three points. That Let's add them to the main scores and we'll go back to Chris to see what the scores are at the end of round two. Game of shows. Okay, adding up the scores now on a massive five points, we have Mary Poppins. Hooray. But on a higher 13 points in the lead is Les Mis. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shows. Round three is called A Spoonful of Students Helps the Barricade Fall Down. <laughs> In this round, you have the choice of an easier question for two points or a harder question for four points. This is where we see who really wants to win this quiz. You can choose to go home or away, Charlie and Zizi. If you choose home, you will hear a question on Poppins for a potential two points. But if you choose away, it's a lame-is question for a potential four. Which will you choose? What are you thinking, Zoo? Uh, I'm thinking Poppins. <laughs> to be fair, it's 50-50 really for me. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go Poppins and we got this. This is going to be so embarrassing. <laughs> I feel like I'm on the chase. So do I. You're saying home for Poppins for two points. Yeah. Okay. The immortal original songs for Poppins were written by the Sherman brothers, Richard and Robert. But which of the two brothers was the older? Richard. I'm only going off because I think Robert lived longer. I'm kind of reading by Chris's face that I'm wrong. (laughs) But I'm sticking with it. You're sticking with it. The answer is... Robert Sherman. <laughs> I'm sorry. And for the record, I was giving nothing away. <laughs> and you were. <laughs> I know that face. <laughs> lame is. Will you choose a home question? So a lame is question for two points, or will you be brave and choose a poppins question for four points? What do you want to do, Sherman? I'm staying yeah, at we'll, home. We'll stay, we'll yeah. stay at home. <laughs> Um, which, like Susie said, has the potential to be way more embarrassing. Yeah, but, um... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's lame is. 
Yes, please. Yes. Les Miserables is, of course, based on the classic novel by Victor Hugo and has inspired multiple adaptations. But in what year was the original novel published? And we thought we'd give you five years either side of this. Uh, Show takes place in 1832. So after that, so it's retrospective. So I'm going to go 18, what do we think? Somewhere in the 1850s, 1860s. He's, he's a contemporary of Dickens, so it's going to be late 19th century. John, you're so clever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not if I get it wrong, uh, I'm not. <laughs> Where, where, are you, where are you at? I don't know. Should we go uh, 18... 1860, 1860. 1860? I'll take that. Yeah, yeah we're going to go 18, 1860, please. And the answer is 1862. <gasps> so you are within yes! five years. Well done. Oh, thanks. Marvellous. Oh, nice my God. John Robbins. Well done. High five. Uh, Lemis team, Dan and John, you scored two points. So let's go for a, an update. Do we need to? Do we need to? I think we all do, just to make sure. I think sure. we just do, just to be sure. Chris, what so, at the end of round three? Can you tell us the scores? Yeah, I mean, due to the, the coronavirus lockdown, both teams stayed at home because they couldn't travel away. Nice. Did it help? Well, Poppins are still on a respectable five points. <laughs> but taking the lead even further now, on 15 points, we have Lemmy's. We're going to move on to round four, which is called One Day More, Another Day, Another Chimcheree. Okay. In this round, our contestants can win points by telling us something about their own experiences in the theatre or music industry, something unusual, something familiar, something peculiar, basically hoping to make this podcast a comedy tonight. Stories will be ranked by Chris. You will receive four points for the most interesting, illuminating or entertaining and one point for the dullest, dreariest or downright boring. <laughs> uh, Zizi Strallen, could you tell us, please, your story? Okay, so um, as you may or may not know, I fly over the audience at the end of the show um, as Mary Poppins. And um, I start off in the wing and I go up behind the cross and then um, as the music starts, I sort of go across the front and then dip down over the audience. Um, so one night I went up to the top, this was on the tour, went up to the top and then went across the front and it was all really magical and amazing. The music was going and the family were looking at me and then I was just about to go out into the audience and I just stopped. Um, and I was hanging with my brolly up and my bag in hand, smiling at the audience. So um, it was about sort of 10 seconds where I was like, ha, I don't think I'm going anywhere now. And then the audience started shouting and the orchestra stopped playing and the audience started shouting, Use your brolly, Mary. Like, <laughs> where are you going, Mary? Like this. And I was like holding my brolly, like. <laughs> and then, oh, and then no. little Stevie, um, our little one of our automation team, came on with a genie. You know, one of those like <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> oh my god! 
my goodness. Oh and it like and this was all in front of the oh, audience. No. <laughs> brought all the genie up. Kept, don't worry, it's all right. Like came and unclipped. But I expect the audience got, loved it, didn't they? They love it when they, things go wrong. Yeah, I mean, it was like I I had spent two and a half hours uh, building up the magic as Mary Poppins, and then had to be taken off my clips um, on a genie going beep beep beep, and then reversed off stage while the audience shouted and cheered and told me to use my brolly. So yeah, fantastic. Uh, yeah, thank you so much, <laughs> Zizi Strallen, John Robbins. Any interesting yeah. anecdote? There was a scene in Avenue Q, which was a sex scene. And you have these naked puppets going at it, really going at it. And when you've been directed how to have puppet sex with a director, be talking about, right, can you do it a bit more sensually with your elbow? That's an interesting <laughs> time for direction. So there was a sex scene and you, it used to have the audience pointing at us and squealing and you could actually watch them point. And one night, they weren't pointing at us on stage. It was very clear that people were pointing to the side to one of the royal boxes. And the show got stopped by the front of house staff. And it turns out that during that scene, a couple had actually started having full-on naked sex in the royal box to, to our right. And um, we had to stop the show, get them up in front of everybody to the biggest round of applause of the night and they were escorted out of the theatre and then we had to start again from the beginning of that scene. So and that story would be good. They were in the royal box. That story would be really good if it was William and Kate or something. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you, John. Uh, Shan, please. Um, during the concert at Lamez. I don't know if you heard about the uproar that of the absence of like Alfie and Michael and like there was a point where they were all ab like a lot of leads were absent and um, John Rob Robert meant sorry John Owen Jones went on <laughs> sorry John John Owen Jones went on and he did an amazing job and then at the end the audience member um, she was just like but what about Alfie <laughs> and John. And Jono and James was like, sorry, sorry, that's my mum. Sorry, mum, I didn't do a good enough job or something. But he's obviously <laughs> what a brilliant comeback. And then people were like, oh, he's done a good job. And then John was like, yeah, yeah. So, sorry, Jono and like, Jones' mum stood up and said, oh, he's done a good job. <laughs> no, he oh. was like, all right, mum, all right, mum, don't embarrass me. But he was. I was going to say that would have been a classic story if it had mom. happened on the night that Jono and Jones' mum was in. But um, yeah, that was crazy. Thank you, Shan. And Charlie. But the one that sticks out for me was uh, at the end of Half Sixpence, right at the end of the show, I had to drive off in a, in a motorbike that had a sidecar. And I had, to drive a, I had to drive around the circular stage and drive off. And you had to kind of go very close to like a, a, a pub bar, like the, um, the, the bar, and, and it had uh, stools, so uh, sitting stools on them. And as I drove past, the sidecar rammed into one of the, um, the, the stools because I was not driving very well. And the stool went into the spokes of the car. The girl playing Anne um, 
Devon, Elise Johnson, my friend, the, the car immediately stopped and she, with no windscreen, just went flying. And I've hit the front of the bike and I've stopped. And by this point, the, audio, uh, the cast need to have started waving upstage where we've left and then pretend that we've gone into the audience and pretend that we're flying off was Cameron's direction. So we they had to like wave goodbye. But half of them were like, no, we're gonna stay here. And the other half were waving out to the audience. And the whole time I didn't know what to do. So I just pressed the rev button even more, which made the bike kip up. So I'm essentially doing a wheelie with Anne hanging off the front of the bike and half the people waving at me, the other half waving at the audience and everyone trying to remember their harmonies at the same time. And it just sounded oh like cats God. being chucked in a vat. It was hilarious. <laughs> Game of Shows. Before we ask Chris to adjudicate, here's a quick reminder of the stories we've heard this evening. Vying for the top spot this week is Shan's encounter with an unruly heckler in the company of John Owen Jones. Or will it be Charlie Stemp's stunt driving escapades in half a sixpence? Passing the first furlong is John Robbins and the couple in flagrante during Avenue Q. Or could it be Zizi Strallen suspended aloft high above the audience in Mary Poppins? Chris, who will it be? It was tough, guys. It was tough. It was tough. Chris, come on. Good stories all round. But... The scores are, for one point, we are going with Shan's heckler. <laughs> two points <laughs> is awarded to ZZ's frozen moment. You weren't there. <laughs> you never. You weren't there. You don't know. If I was there, that was Mary Poppins, Chris. If I was there, it would have been four, but I wasn't. I was being heckled. <laughs> In three points. It's going to have to go to Charlie's Evil Knievel. <laughs> and taking four points is John's raunchy royal stop show. Uh, Chris, can you tell us what that has done to the overall scores at the end of round four? This has changed a lot, guys. <laughs> the scores are now as follows. With a massive ten points Yay! is Mary Poppins. <laughs> but doubling that with 20, we have Lim is. <laughs> Shows. Round five is called Empty Chairs Up Empty Chimneys. Now, we would be remiss <laughs> if we ignored the fact that we have four wonderful singers with us tonight, so this round requires a little dusting off of the pipes. Ooh. Chris is going to <clears throat> deliver a lyric to you in his inimitable style, and you must sing the next lines of the song. Extra points will be awarded for dynamism, flair, and vibrato. <laughs> We're going to start with Charlie Stamp. <laughs> Charlie, so Chris will give you a couple of lines and then you've got to pick up the song and sing. Thank you, Chris. On the outside, always looking in, will I ever be more than I've always been? Because I'm tap, tap, tapping on the glass. <laughs> Where is <laughs> the baritone leave me alone <laughs> okay i think that's that yep the, the squeaker point with that one thank you charlie stemp john robbins a lady doesn't leave her escort it isn't fair it isn't nice 
A lady wouldn't wander all over the room and blow on some other guy's dice. Nice. Oh, nice, yeah. Johnny. Nice. No. Smooth. Hey, very nice. Nice. Beautiful. Nice. Any more? Keep going? No? Into the verse? Or I, don't, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, so, yes, points, points there. Uh, ZZ. Oh, ZZ. I knew the other two. I'm not going to know this now. <laughs> Any. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> right, here we go, Zizi. You'll be swell. You'll be great. Gonna have the whole world on a plate. Starting here, starting now. Honey, everything's coming up roses. Fabulous. <laughs> okay. Thank nice. you. <laughs> Correct. Shan, here is your excerpt. She's imperfect, but she tries. She's good, but she lies. She is lonely most of the time. She is all of this mixed up and baked in a beautiful pie. She is gone, but she used to be mine. Oh, very nice. I've actually, I've awarded two points because everyone knew the right, the right songs. So everyone received two points. However, I'm going to give an extra bonus point to charlie for his high falsetto because i thought that was that was strong and obviously an extra two bonus points to shan well done everybody fabulous that was round five game of shows so at the end of round five let's go to chris for the scores okay so tallying up the points we now have on 15 points mary poppins still in the lead with a massive 26 is les mis Game of shows. Round six is called Bert's Soliloquy. Now, as we are playing this game remotely during lockdown, I cannot ask you to put fingers on buzzers. So now Chris is going to tell you your buzzer noise. This is the sound you make in lieu of a buzzer in order to be able to answer a question. Zizi. Practically perfect. Charlie. Step in time. Shan. Lovely ladies. And John. God on high. What will happen in this round is you will hear a series of clues and you may buzz in at any point for your team. When you buzz in, you need to give an answer. If you buzz in after one clue, you will receive five points. If you buzz in after two clues, four points, all the way down to five clues for one point. For five points, clue number one. This show won four Tony Awards in 2010, including Best Musical. For four points, clue number two. This show played nearly 2,000 performances on Broadway. For three points, clue number three. This show transferred to London in 2014, where it played at the Shaftesbury Theatre. For two points, clue number four. Okay, we've had a God on High interjection. Lamey's team, John Robbins. Memphis. Is the uh, right answer. You were in it, weren't you? Oh. Were you in it? Weren't you in it? You were in well it. Done. I was in it, yeah. Well done. That's uh, how many points was that? <laughs> that was three points to Lim is. So, question number two. For five points, clue number one. This show opened in London in 1999 and on Broadway in 2001. For four points, clue number two. This show has played in 50 countries on every continent has grossed over two billion. Step in time. That's Charlie. 
Wicked the Musical? It's the wrong answer. <laughs> so... I believe the rules say that for one point, the other team can hear the rest of the clues and get a bonus point if they get the correct answer. So, the show is played in 50 countries on every continent and has grossed over 2 billion at the box office worldwide. The original London cast featured a young Nigel Harmon. In 2008, a hit feature film was released based on the stage show. Mamma Mia. Is correct. That's a bonus point to Les Mis. But Charlie, you were you were brave. You went for it, so we admire that. Open in London, what a fool! What a fool! (laughs) Right, right, yeah. And it wasn't as early as that either. Okay, uh, next question for five points. Clue number one. This song was first performed in 1973. For four points, clue number two. The original actress who sang this song was Glynis Johns. For three points. Clue number three. The song has been recorded by multiple artists, including Judy Collins, Barbara Streisand, Frank Sinatra, and Bing Crosby. For two points, clue number four. The song is written in D flat major and in 12 8 time. For one point, clue John Robbins. Possible dream? Is incorrect. So, uh, Poppins team, you can hear the final clue and then you can confer and give us an answer. So the final clue is... This is arguably Stephen Sondheim's most famous song. Ah, I know. Practically perfect. Oh, you don't need to buzz in. You don't need to buzz in. Oh, good. I thought that was your answer. Yeah, I thought. No! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is it Send in the Clowns? Is correct. Yes! yes! Well done. Yes! Bonus point. Okay, last question in this round. For five points, clue one. This song was first recorded in 1976, winning an Ivan Novello Award. For four points, clue two. This song reached number one in many countries and sold over a million copies in the UK. For three points, clue three. This song is in D flat major and featured the London Philharmonic Orchestra on the original recording. For two points, clue four. This song is delivered on the balcony of the Casa Rosada to the crowd below. Practically perfect. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Is correct. Correct, that is two points. Two points to ZZ Stralen for the Mary Poppins team. And that is the end of round six. Game of shows. Okay, let's go to Chris for a quick update on the scores after round six. Well, gradually climbing their way up the chimney, we have Mary Poppins on 18 points. But staying staying God on high, we have Le Miz with 30 points. Game of shows. Round seven is called Look Out, It's a Runaway Kite. That's the best one yet. That's the best one. You saved the best one to last. Well done. Thank you. Round seven is a quick fire round. You will have 60 seconds for each team to answer as many questions as possible. Lamey's team, your 60 seconds starts now. Who composed the score for Wicked? Stephen Schwartz. Correct. Who originated the role of Fontaine in Lamey's? That's your time. Correct. Name the two musicals for which Jason Robert Brown has won Tony Awards. 
Parade and 13. Parade and Bridges of Madison County. Name the two main main male characters in Rent. Mark and Roger. Correct. Which famous Broadway street is also the name of a hit musical recently revived in the West End? 42nd Street. <laughs> Correct. During which war does the musical Miss Saigon take place? Vietnam War. Correct. Which James Bond actor was originally cast in Aspects of Love but withdrew during rehearsals? Roger Moore. Correct. Who directed and choreographed Sweet Charity? Bob Fossey. Is correct. Seven points. Okay, I'm just going to put it out there. I knew every single one of those, so that's frustrating. That's good. Maybe you'll know every single one of these. Mary Poppins team. Charlie, Zizi, your 60 seconds starts now. For how many years did Jersey Boys run in London? Um, eight? Nine. What colour is Alphaba? Green. Correct. Complete the line. In olden days, a glimpse of stocking was looked on as something shocking, but now who knows? Anything, Anything goes. goes. Correct. Which musical includes the famous line, I'm ready for my close-up? Sunset Boulevard. Correct. Which musical is based on the taming of the shrew? Kiss me, Kate. Correct. Which musical is set on the plains of the Serengeti? Uh, Lion King. Correct. Which musical with puppets won the Tony Award for Best Musical in 2004? Avenue Q. Correct. Which Monty Python star wrote Spamalot? Uh, uh, John Cleese. John Cleese. Wrong. Eric Idle. <gasps> Who wrote the lyrics for West Side Story? Uh, Stephen Sondheim. Correct. Well done. At the end of that round, Mary Poppins scored seven as well. Seven each. Well done. And that is the final round. Game of Shows. At the end of the final round, we can tell you that the scores are as follows. With a massive 25 points, we have Mary Poppins. <laughs> but with an even bigger 37 the winner of the first game of shows is Les Mis. Yes, well yes, done. Shan. So we congratulate John and Shan and the Les Mis team, and we commiserate with Charlie and Zizi, safe in the knowledge that whatever the scores, they will all be back on stage in the West End soon enough, and we will be forever grateful for their efforts. Sadly, we have reached the end of the quiz. Oh. All that's left for me to do is thank my trusty sidekick, Chris Stoddart. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. And of course, we must say a huge thank you to our special guests, Shan Aiko, John Robbins, Zizi Strallen and Charlie Stemp. And please be sure at the first opportunity you have to return to the West End that you book tickets to see Les Mis and Mary Poppins and you can see these wonderful performers do what they do best, where they deserve to be once again. And we hope that's very soon for all our sakes. You've been listening to Game of Shows, the musicals quiz for West End and Broadway fans everywhere, featuring special guests from the West End. Please be sure to subscribe to the show in the place where you like to get your podcasts. And please tell your friends about us. You can find us on social media at Game of Shows Quiz. The show was created by me, Lawrence Mark Wythe, and developed with Chris Stoddart and is a Charsola production. Until next time, we say thank you and goodbye. Game of Shows. Anyone who 
says that Lawrence isn't the sexiest man they know is just wrong. Game of Shows! Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.